Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will save it. Just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, Be holy, because I am holy. For whoever is ashamed of me and my words, of him the Son of Man will be ashamed when he comes in his own glory, and in his fathers, and of the holy angels. For one who knows the right thing to do and does not do it, it is a sin. He has shown you, O man, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you, but to do justly, to love mercy, and to walk humbly with your God. Enter through the narrow gate, for narrow is the gate, and difficult is the way which leads to life. Watch and pray so that you will not fall into temptation. Pray without ceasing. May you be strengthened in your inner being with power through his Spirit, for nothing will be impossible with God. Indeed, if anyone says to this mountain, Go throw yourself into the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes what he says will happen, it will be done for him. Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. Search me, O God, and know my heart. Test me, and know my anxious thoughts. See if there is any offensive way in me, and lead me in the way everlasting. The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, says the Lord, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light, and rejoice that your names are written in heaven. Now blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. Blessed are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are you when people insult you, persecute you, and falsely say all kinds of evil against you because of me. Rejoice and be glad, because great is your reward in heaven. Be merciful, just as your Father is merciful, for mercy triumphs over judgment. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. I say to you that whoever is angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. But whoever says without cause, you fool, shall be in danger of hellfire. I say to you that whoever looks at a woman to lust for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. May I make a covenant with my eyes not to look with lust at a young woman. If your right eye causes you to sin, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to go into hell. I say to you, do not swear at all, neither by heaven, for it is God's throne, nor by the earth, for it is his footstool. But let your yes be yes, and your no, no, for whatever is more than these is from the evil one. In the same way you judge others, you will be judged, and with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at the speck of sawdust in your brother's eye, and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? You hypocrite, first take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. I tell you not to resist an evil person, but whoever slaps you on your right cheek, turn the other to him also. If anyone wants to sue you and take away your tunic, let him have your cloak also. And whoever compels you to go one mile, go with him too. Give to him who asks you, and from him who wants to borrow from you, do not turn away. Lend, expecting nothing in return. I say to you, love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven. Will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones, who cry out to him day and night? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice, and quickly. In everything, do to others what you would have them do to you.
When you give to the needy, do not announce it with trumpets, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and on the streets, to be honoured by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. Be careful not to do your acts of righteousness before men, to be seen by them. If you do, you will have no reward from your Father in heaven. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly I tell you, they have received their reward in full. When you do a charitable deed, do not let your left hand know what your right hand is doing, that your charitable deed may be in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will himself reward you openly. When you fast, anoint your head and wash your face, so that you do not appear to men to be fasting, but to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. When you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And when you stand praying, if you hold anything against anyone, forgive them, so that your Father in heaven may forgive you your sins. But if you do not forgive, your Father in heaven will not forgive your sins. Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister who sins against me? Up to seven times? I tell you, not seven times, but seventy times seven. Indeed, regarding forgiveness, Jesus tells the following parable of a king speaking to his servant. I cancelled all that debt of yours because you begged me to. Shouldn't you have had mercy on your fellow servant just as I had on you? And in anger the king delivered him to the jailers, until he should pay back all his debt. This is how the heavenly Father will treat each of you unless you forgive your brother or sister from your heart. Do not store up for yourselves treasures on earth where moth and rust destroy and where thieves break in and steal. But store up for yourselves treasures in heaven where moth and rust do not destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Be on your guard against all covetousness and greed. Life does not consist in an abundance of possessions. Do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body, what you will put on. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. Assuredly I say to you, unless you are converted and become as little children, you will by no means enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore whoever humbles himself as this little child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever receives one little child like this in my name receives me. If any of you put a stumbling block before one of these little ones who believe in me, it would be better for you if a great millstone were fastened around your neck and you were drowned in the depth of the sea. See that you do not look down on one of these little ones, for I tell you that their angels in heaven always see the face of my Father in heaven. Truly I tell you, whatever you did for one of the least of these brothers and sisters of mine, you did for me. When you give a banquet, invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind, and you will be blessed. Although they cannot repay you, you will be repaid at the resurrection of the righteous. You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones are tyrants over them. It will not be so among you. But whoever wishes to be great among you must be your servant, and whoever wishes to be first among you must be your slave. You are not to be called teacher, for you have one teacher, and you are all students. The greatest among you will be your servant. And when you have done everything commanded of you, you should say, We are unworthy servants. We have only done our duty. When someone invites you to a party or to a feast, do not take the place of honor. But when you are invited, take the lowest place. For all those who exalt themselves will be humbled, and those who humble themselves will be exalted. Two men went up to the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. The Pharisee stood and prayed thus with himself, God, I thank you that I am not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, and even as this tax collector. I fast twice a week, I give tithes of all that I possess. And the tax collector, standing afar off, would not so much as raise his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. But the Lord gives all the more grace. Therefore it says, God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. I say to you that there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine just persons who need no repentance.
And so if a wicked man turns from all his sins which he has committed, keeps all the Lord's statutes, and does what is lawful and right, he shall surely live, he shall not die. None of the transgressions which he has committed shall be remembered against him. For as high as the heavens are above the earth, so great is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. The criminal who was crucified next to Jesus says this, We are being punished justly, for we are getting what our deeds deserve. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Jesus answered him, Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. In order to communicate the extraordinary power of repentance, Jesus shares the following parable of the prodigal son. The wayward son arose and came to his father, but when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion, and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight, and am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring out the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and sandals on his feet, and bring the fatted calf here and kill it, and let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again, he was lost and is found. So likewise, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. When we cry, Abba, Father, it is God's own spirit bearing witness with our spirit that we are children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. But whoever is already bathed needs only to wash his feet, and he will be completely clean. Now that I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you also should wash one another's feet. What does it look like to wash one another's feet? Jesus tells the following parable. There was a certain Samaritan who, as he journeyed, came by a Jewish man who had been robbed and left for dead. And when he saw him, he had compassion. So he went to him and bandaged his wounds, pouring on oil and wine. And he set him on his own animal, brought him to an inn, and took care of him. On the next day, when he departed, he took out two denarii, gave them to the innkeeper, and said to him, Take care of him, and whatever more you spend, when I come again, I will repay you. Then Jesus said, Go and do likewise. A new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you love one another. If you love me, you will obey what I command. Love is patient, love is kind. Love is not envious or boastful or arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. And this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. No one has greater love than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. For while we were still weak, at the right time Christ died for the ungodly. Indeed, rarely will anyone die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person someone might actually dare to die. But God proves his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. On the night before he died, Jesus took bread, gave thanks and broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is poured out for you. Do this whenever you drink it, in remembrance of me. Then, while Jesus was on the cross, he prayed for his persecutors, saying, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing by, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour, that disciple took her to his own home. And then, after being raised from the dead on the third day, Jesus said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He answered, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. Jesus said, Take care of my sheep. And now, being united with Christ, we boast in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope. And hope does not disappoint us, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us. Whenever you face trials of any kind, consider it nothing but joy, because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance, and let endurance have its full effect, so that you may be mature and complete, lacking in nothing. Blessed is anyone who endures temptation. Such a one has stood the test and will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him.
Consider him who endured such hostility against himself from sinners, so that you may not grow weary or lose heart. In your struggle against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood. Therefore do not let sin reign in your mortal body, that you should obey it in its lusts. And do not present your members as instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourselves to God as being alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. For just as you presented your members as slaves of uncleanness and of lawlessness leading to more lawlessness, so now present your members as slaves of righteousness for holiness. I say to everyone among you not to think of yourself more highly than you ought to think, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. Let love be genuine, hate what is evil, hold fast to what is good. Love one another with mutual affection, outdo one another in showing honor. Do not lag in zeal, be ardent in spirit, serve the Lord. Rejoice in hope, be patient in suffering, persevere in prayer. Contribute to the needs of the saints, extend hospitality to strangers. Bless those who persecute you, bless and do not curse them. Rejoice with those who rejoice, weep with those who weep. Live in harmony with one another. Do not be haughty, but associate with the lowly. Do not claim to be wiser than you are. Do not repay anyone evil for evil, but take thought for what is noble in the sight of all. If it is possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never revenge yourselves. No, if your enemies are hungry, feed them. If they are thirsty, give them something to drink. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Thank God without ceasing. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, in everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Do not quench the spirit, do not despise prophecies, test all things, hold fast what is good, abstain from every form of evil. Let mutual love continue, do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for by doing that some have entertained angels without knowing it. Remember those who are in prison, as though you were in prison with them, those who are being tortured, as though you yourselves were being tortured. Let marriage be held in honor by all, and let the marriage bed be kept undefiled. Keep your lives free from the love of money, and be content with what you have. For he has said, I will never leave you or forsake you. Do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God. Obey your leaders and submit to them, for they are keeping watch over your souls and will give an account. Let them do this with joy and not with sighing, for that would be harmful to you. Be above reproach, faithful to your wife, temperate, self-controlled, respectable, hospitable, able to teach, not given to drunkenness, not violent but gentle, not quarrelsome, not a lover of money. Manage your own family well and see that your children obey you, and do so in a manner worthy of full respect. Be sincere, not pursuing dishonest gain. Keep hold of the deep truths of the faith with a clear conscience. Do not rebuke an older man harshly, but exhort him as if he were your father. Treat younger men as brothers, older women as mothers, and younger women as sisters, with absolute purity. Among you there must not be even a hint of sexual immorality or of any kind of impurity or of greed or covetousness, because these are improper for God's holy people. Nor should there be obscenity, foolish talk or coarse joking, which are out of place, but rather thanksgiving. You must rid yourselves of all such things as these, anger, rage, malice, slander, and filthy language from your lips. Do not lie to each other, since you have taken off your old self with its practices, and have put on the new self, which is being renewed in knowledge in the image of its creator. The tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great exploits. How great a forest is set ablaze by a small fire. And the tongue is a fire. The tongue is placed among our members as a world of iniquity. It stains the whole body, sets on fire the cycle of nature, and is itself set on fire by hell. No man can tame the tongue, a restless evil full of deadly poison. With it we bless the Lord and Father, and with it we curse those who are made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this ought not to be so. As it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. For every idle word men may speak, they will give account of it in the day of judgment. Avoid godless chatter, because those who indulge in it will become more and more ungodly. Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. Let us live honorably as in the day, not in reveling in drunkenness, not in debauchery and licentiousness, not in quarreling and jealousy. Anyone who does not provide for their relatives, and especially for their own household, has denied the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. 
For even while we were with you, we gave you this command. If anyone is unwilling to work, he shall not eat. Pay to all what is due to them, taxes to whom taxes are due, revenue to whom revenue is due, respect to whom respect is due, honour to whom honour is due. Owe no one anything except to love one another, for the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. Welcome one another, just as Christ has welcomed you, for the glory of God. Now the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them up to a debased mind and to things that should not be done. They were filled with every kind of wickedness, evil, covetousness, malice, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, craftiness. They are gossips, slanderers, God-haters, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil, rebellious towards parents, foolish, faithless, heartless, ruthless. They will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boastful, proud, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, without love, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not lovers of the good, treacherous, rash, conceited, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness but denying its power. The cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, the murderers, the sexually immoral, those who practice magic arts, the idolaters and all liars, they will be consigned to the fiery lake of burning sulfur. This is the second death. By contrast, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, generosity, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against such things. Let us not become conceited, competing against one another, envying one another. God's divine power has given us everything needed for life and godliness. You must make every effort to support your faith with goodness, and goodness with knowledge, and knowledge with self-control, and self-control with endurance, and endurance with godliness, and godliness with mutual affection, and mutual affection with love. Whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there is any virtue and if there is anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. Lead a life worthy of the calling to which you have been called, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, bearing with one another in love, making every effort to maintain the unity of the Spirit in the bond of peace. Be imitators of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also has loved us and given himself for us. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Let everyone be quick to listen, slow to speak, slow to anger, for your anger does not produce God's righteousness. Be doers of the word, and not merely hearers who deceive themselves. Religion that is pure and undefiled before God the Father is this, to care for orphans and widows in their distress, and to keep oneself unstained by the world. Pursue peace with everyone, and the holiness without which no one will see the Lord. See to it that no one fails to obtain the grace of God, that no root of bitterness springs up and causes trouble, and through it many become defiled. If any of you is lacking in wisdom, ask God, who gives to all generously and ungrudgingly, and it will be given you. Every generous act of giving, with every perfect gift, is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. Who is wise and understanding among you? Show by your good life that your works are done with gentleness born of wisdom. But if you have bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not be boastful and false to the truth. Such wisdom does not come down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, devilish. For where there is envy and selfish ambition, there will also be disorder and wickedness of every kind. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, willing to yield, full of mercy and good fruits, without a trace of partiality or hypocrisy. And a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace for those who make peace. 
Those conflicts and disputes among you, where do they come from? Do they not come from your cravings that are at war within you? Do you not know that friendship with the world is enmity with God? Do you, with your acts of favoritism, really believe in our glorious Lord Jesus Christ? For if a person with gold rings and in fine clothes comes into your assembly, and if a poor person in dirty clothes also comes in, and if you take notice of the one wearing the fine clothes and say, Have a seat here, please, while to the one who is poor you say, Stand there, or sit at my feet, have you not made distinctions among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? You do well if you really fulfill the royal law according to the scripture, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. So speak and so act as those who are to be judged by the law of liberty. For judgment will be without mercy to anyone who has shown no mercy. Mercy triumphs over judgment. Why do you pass judgment on your brother or sister? Or why do you despise your brother or sister? For we will all stand before the judgment seat of God. Let us therefore no longer pass judgment on one another, but resolve instead never to put a stumbling block or hindrance in the way of another. If a brother or sister is naked and lacks daily food, and one of you says to them, Go in peace, keep warm and eat your fill, and yet you do not supply their bodily needs, what is the good of that? How does God's love abide in anyone who has the world's goods and sees a brother or sister in need and yet refuses help? Let us love, not in word or speech, but in truth and action. Let the believer who is lowly boast in being raised up, and the rich in being brought low, because the rich will disappear like a flower in the field. Draw near to God, and he will draw near to you. Humble yourselves before the Lord, and he will exalt you. Do not speak evil against one another. Be patient, therefore, beloved, until the coming of the Lord. Strengthen your hearts. Do not grumble against one another, so that you may not be judged. Rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory. Prepare your minds for action. Discipline yourselves. Love one another deeply from the heart. Rid yourselves of all malice and all guile, insincerity, envy, and all slander. Abstain from the desires of the flesh that wage war against the soul. Conduct yourselves honorably among non-believers. As servants of God, live as free people, yet do not use your freedom as a pretext for evil. Honor everyone, love the family of believers, fear God. Husbands, show consideration for your wives in your life together, so that nothing may hinder your prayers. Have unity of spirit, sympathy, love for one another, a tender heart, and a humble mind. Do not repay evil for evil or abuse for abuse, but on the contrary, repay with a blessing. Do not fear what they fear and do not be intimidated. Always be ready to make your defense to anyone who demands from you an accounting for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and reverence. Keep your conscience clear. Be serious and discipline yourselves for the sake of your prayers. Maintain constant love for one another, for love covers a multitude of sins. Be hospitable to one another without complaining. Like good stewards of the manifold grace of God, serve one another with whatever gift each of you has received. Whoever speaks must do so as one speaking the very words of God. Whoever serves must do so with the strength that God supplies. Rejoice insofar as you are sharing Christ's sufferings, so that you may also be glad and shout for joy when his glory is revealed. Be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care, watching over them, not because you must, but because you are willing, as God wants you to be, not pursuing dishonest gain, but eager to serve, not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock. All of you must clothe yourselves with humility in your dealings with one another. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, so that he may exalt you in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him, because he cares for you. Discipline yourselves, keep alert, be sober, be vigilant, resist the devil, steadfast in your faith. Greet one another with a kiss of love. Strive to be found by him at peace, without spot or blemish. Keep yourselves from idols. Do not imitate what is evil, but imitate what is good. Do not love the world or the things in the world. The love of the Father is not in those who love the world. For all that is in the world, the desire of the flesh, the desire of the eyes, the pride and riches, comes not from the Father, but from the world. And the world and its desire are passing away, but those who do the will of God live forever. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love one another. Whoever does not love abides in death. We know love by this, that he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for one another. Everyone who loves is born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, for God is love. Build yourselves up on your most holy faith, pray in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God. 
Proclaim this message, the kingdom of heaven has come near. Heal the sick, raise the dead, cleanse those who have leprosy, drive out demons. Freely you have received, freely give. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name they will cast out demons, they will speak with new tongues, they will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go therefore and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Therefore we are ambassadors for Christ. Since God is making his appeal through us, we entreat you on behalf of Christ to be reconciled to God. My message and my preaching are not with wise and persuasive words, but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power. Those who are well have no need of a physician, but those who are sick. The Lord has come to call not the righteous, but sinners to repentance. The harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore pray earnestly to the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Everything old has passed away. Behold, everything has become new. Whoever says, I abide in him, ought to walk just as he walked. May I never boast except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. As Jesus tells us, I am the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me, and I in him, bears much fruit, for without me you can do nothing. As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. Let us each be like the good and faithful servant in the parable, who said, Master, you handed over to me five talents. See, I have made five more talents. His master replied, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have been faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. For the kingdom of God is not food and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. For I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. We know that all things work together for good for those who love God, who are called according to his purpose. So let us lay aside every weight and the sin that clings so closely, and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us, looking to Jesus, the pioneer and perfecter of our faith, who, for the sake of the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, disregarding its shame, and has taken his seat at the right hand of the throne of God. For we are what he has made us, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand to be our way of life.